Hello. Hi. On this episode, we talk about comparison. If you like us and you would like to get episodes early, you can on glitteringcatlitter.com or with a membership on YouTube. Please like and subscribe and all the beautiful things, and we hope you enjoy. Are you good? La 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 la. Get it? It's kind of funny because like they're in here, so I can hear you anyway. Everything I'm gonna say is gonna sound so ridiculous now that you are the way you are. It kind of is the point. I think that's how we started. So shockingly, I compare myself to you most out of anything and anyone, which is not good for either of us. And it's not until recently that I realized that like we actually, it's good that you're good at the things you're good at and it's good that I'm good at the things I'm good at because we complement each other in that way. We shouldn't both be good at the same things because that would be very bad for us. Plot twist. I'm actually the roller skater. (laughs) Oh, if only that were true. That would be amazing. Just me and spandex. Love it. Here for it. Taylor, this is actually a real thing that he tells people because people ask him all the time if he skates and he's like, no, I would show her up. We can't have that. That wouldn't be good. I'm too good. Okay. Those are not my words directly. Directly. But but that's a paraphrase. My words are usually I can't skate because I will be better than her. He won't be. Truth. I will not be. <laughs> Although he is good. Like, I have seen him skate, and he is very good. Oh, very good, my butt. I can't stop with toe stops. I'm, like, going, and I'm like, oh, i got to use the no. wall to stop myself. This you were not- on skates, like, one time, and you were totally fine on them. Like, if I, if you allowed me to give you one lesson, you'd be fine. You think I'm going to listen to you in a lesson? No. <laughs> That's why I said if you would allow me to. I would never. He teaches me things every day, and I learn willingly. Yet, here we are. I ain't willing to skate, though, baby. Will you take uh, a skating lesson from me? Will you let I, me give you a skating lesson at honestly, some point in life? I mean, if you need me to, sure, but, like, I'm not, I just, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't spring joy. I'll let you teach me how to play drums. You see, that doesn't bring joy either. Oh, man. That's only if you want to learn to play drums. What's something that you want to teach me? I've taught you everything there is to know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, I'm scared. (laughs) No, um. (sighs) I mean, like, if you really do want to learn drums, I can teach you, but I'm definitely not the person that should be teaching you how to do that stuff. Um, as far as skating, like, I skating is a lot different than rollerblading. Yeah. But it's also not so different that you put them on and it's impossible. Yeah. Right? I agree. Like, also, honestly, out of all the times I've been on skates and out of all the times I've been on skis, both of which are not that many times. They feel very similar. I've only least, skied once, and I can agree, but it's like opposites. See, for that's, edges. But that's a technical thing that's going on up here. Yeah, that is false to me. 
because, and also technically false because on a ski to get on your right edge, Uh you lean to the right and you lean your foot to the right for your skates to get on your right edge, which is how the axle works because they go like this. When you lean right, they go like that and the skate turns you to the right. Yeah, but you have to press as far as what I learned and experienced, you have to press toward the other way. Or it was your other foot that was No, 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 no. That's because you're like level negative one with skis. You're doing pizza and you're having to no, turn. No, I wasn't doing pizza though. You're, because you go like this with skis. Yeah. Right. Think about where you're leaning. So if you need to go right, you lift and then lean. The edge is when you're leaning and pressing, not when you're lifting. Maybe I was feeling the other foot, the edge, more so. Anyway, I'm not a skier. I only went once. All I'm saying is, <laughs> to me, it relates to that, which does not make me good at either of them. Yeah. Um, but the, but to me, it connects. So when I've been on skates, I go, okay, I understand. Also, I don't own skates. So like the rentals that I've used are not good. And True. you've even said, you're like, man, if you had a pair of skates on that were actually decent, yeah, you would probably be just fine. And I'm like, People yeah, are going to tell me, just go get the guy's skates. He doesn't want them. So Look, there's a lot of things you could go get me that I wouldn't be upset about. Just don't buy me skates. It's just <laughs> not, trust me. Just don't. For everyone's sanity, including mine, I'm also just so not interested in hurting myself. Although that just sounds not fun. you did see me on rollerblades and you were like, oh. And then you saw the Barbie movie and you're like, I could, I couldn't get rollerblades. Blades, I'd be fine on. Oh my. You say that offended, but like I grew up with Brink, baby. Okay. (laughs) I love that movie. I relived that movie in my front yard every day. That's a great way to relive your days. No, I I genuinely liked rollerblading. I had rollerblades for a while. I was pretty good at them. Good. Um, I do admire the things you are good at, so I I'm happy appreciate for that. You. Are you comparing those yes. things to you? Like what? What do you mean? Like what things? Okay, like when I think of myself comparing myself to you, right. it's all like real life things, like time management and organization. But why is time? And- Keep going, you can keep going. Sorry, oh, those are the main ones. The two, okay. But like, why is time management? Like what? What because good does that comparison have to do with me? It's something that I'm not good at that I want to be better at that you push me to be better at. So that's that's one thing that I do want to talk about is like having people around you that you actually can compare yourself to to in order better yourself. Like there is a good way of comparing yourself to others to actually push you to be better. We probably need to figure out a way to use a word that's not comparison because Comparison is the thief of joy. <gasps> wow. If you don't know, that is a quote from a president, Theodore Roosevelt. Nice. Uh, not from Taylor, but uh, if you want to have me speed the quote of it, I did just say it. Didn't, <laughs> didn't think of it. Um, Good job. But you could also say it's the thief of creativity, too. There was a different quote that I don't remember seeing, but it was something something along those I lines. I think that was in Rick Rubin's book. 
Probably, but I also have seen uh, a different variation of it on the internet of saying like com- like comparison is the thief of creativity or something similar, sense. which is very true because uh, if you're not careful, it absolutely robs you of any... Mm-hmm. I mean, joy works exactly the same. It robs you of joy and then you don't want to create and you don't create out of negativity. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty real thing. You don't really... If you're in a negative headspace, you don't just like pick up an instrument or a paintbrush or something and just go for it or put your skates on if you're all pissed off and you go skate it out (laughs) it's not how that works although that is a nice like therapy session to skate it out got it but there good job uh for for, oh that's something i would compare myself to i can't (laughs) i can't do that i can't clap and catch a bug uh for the podcast listeners there has been one little fruit fly floating around in here and uh, I missed it twice in a previous episode that we recorded and uh, got it right now. Good job. Did a little clap together and bam, dead little fruit fly. Aw, rip. See ya. <laughs> um, but you compare yourself. Like, but, but for the time management one, like, I don't know that I actually got fully to this um, part, of, part of our conversation in the, the episode of Enjoying the Process, but I did, um, we when we were sifting through like our work stuff, previous work stuff, um, if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it. It'll help make this make a little more sense. (laughs) Um, But uh, we were trying to be so productive that I would honestly call it like poisonous productivity. Yeah. Like everything we did was like, but is this productive enough? But is this a good use of our time? But is this the right thing to do with this use of your time? Is this the, and then we're just spiraling down a hill of, it didn't matter what creativity or what we were hoping to do. We just needed to see if it fit the mold of being productive. And I think that you comparing my time management abilities to yours are like one of the last like perspective remnants that are wrong from the poisonous productivity that we don't really do anymore totally because sure you can sit here and say that i'm very good at time management and while sure sometimes i am uh what did i do the other day when i was supposed to just like listen to a mix and give mixing notes i literally sat there for like two hours and ended up recording new drums (laughs) did he like them by the way i think so (laughs) then good Uh, but yeah not great time management because there were other stuff you could have possibly been doing there was a lot of stuff that i should have been doing but i didn't do it and then i did it later see still not good time management but i got it done yeah but all that to say like the time management what was the other one it was time management and what organization organization well sure but like my brain is crippled by lack of organization meaning i can't time manage if it's not organized if it's not organized i can't time management when it is organized i can time manage yeah i had to clean the house today because it was driving me absolutely insane it was not that dirty let me be clear it wasn't that dirty but it was dirty enough for me to not be able to focus until i cleaned it therefore clean the house today yeah i don't have that no you just breeze on past it actually this is one that i wasn't going to share on the podcast but i keep forgetting to tell you so we're sharing it on the podcast there was a little hairball in the window I cleaned it. Uh Uh-huh. Do you want to know how many days it was there? How many? This was a a Taylor test, a silent one. 
I saw it. What? Were you were testing me? Yeah, I saw it. And I went, well, this is on her side of the bed. So, and this window's open a lot and she closes it whenever she has to change and stuff. So like people can't see in because the window sees into our our. You were testing me? Well, I saw it and I went to clean it up. Then I forgot to clean it up and I closed the window and I went, ah, let's just see how long Nicole leaves it there. (laughs) And uh, it was- You pulled a mom move on me? Five days. (laughs) Five days. Window open. Curtain open, you can see it. Okay. Five days. So I saw it only two days. I saw it when I did open it. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot about it because I like opened it to go finish getting ready or something. Totally forgot about it. But in my defense, when we go to sleep and stuff and when I wake up, like that window is closed. So it was covered. Yeah, but almost every morning I've had it open and you come in, close it, and then get ready for the day. Okay, so I did notice it the day before I cleaned it. Okay. But that's it. So there was three days that you missed it, Mm -hmm. that you did open and close the blinds. Probably. 100%. Life went on. Yes, it did. Not a big deal. (laughs) If it was gross or something bad and something that was going to stain or whatever, I would not have left it. It seemed pretty harmless. Wow. And I thought that I would leave that there for you. Just when a little I, nugget. I don't know why we got on this When topic. I did clean it. Why did we get on? Oh, because I was cleaning the house. Yeah. When I did clean it, I was like, this is really weird that he didn't clean this. Because he's opened this. Like, I don't know how long this has been here, but he's definitely seen it. Like, he does not miss that. I would miss it. But I saw it and I was like, that's odd. Huh. I would like to add to your time management stuff um, or to your comparing me and time management, mm-hmm. you are the person that gets it done at all costs, though. I'm not. This is true. You will stay up till 3 a.m. and get whatever done and it'll work and whatever. And when there's things that are absolutely requiring of me staying up, I can and I will. It is very rare that I will sacrifice bad sleep, uh, bad mood, whatever, my whole schedule for a couple days just to try and recuperate that like late night, early morning thing so I don't ruin my whole schedule. Mm -hmm. It's very rare that I'll compromise that for whatever self-inflicted deadline or something that I've missed or whatever it might be. Yeah. So you are the like workhorse. You are like the powerhouse of that. Whereas I won't do, I'll just be like, it's late. (laughs) It is what it is. That is I mean, if true. it's if it's a like paid job, I would never leave it to that late. Yeah. And frankly, if the company or the person or whatever was like, yo, we need it now, I'd be like, yo, you're waiting till tomorrow. Like, sorry, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm not working through the night because of this unless it's a stupid amount of money. And then that might be uh, a different it's conversation. Hard. It's hard for me to say but even what the, I would do. But even then, I would be like, yo, you you bring this up, I'll be like, well, it's your butt on the line because I, yeah. you could have told me this whenever. Yeah. You know, like don't overpromise before you talk to me. But yeah. anyway, that's like a hypothetical. Yeah. But but you really, you really are the person that like does all of that. So like while you view my time management as like something to be sought after, mm-hmm. I sit here and go like the fact that you will just be like, cool, I'll be up. I'll do it. No worries. And I'm like, I'm going to sleep. I can't stay up. And you're like, okay, I'll see you in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> no chance am I doing that. I do that. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to, 
like, I do wish that I had a little more of, I guess, I don't know if it would be drive or whatever, but like, I do wish I had a little more of that, but not, not so much that like, it's yeah. a, it's a unhealthy comparison to you. Yeah. I don't think. Well, like comparing yourself to others is a very rough thing and we all do it no matter what. Oh, a hundred percent. And it's like, really, and it's so easy to say it, but it's like, really, you should be just comparing yourself to who you were yesterday or like the previous version of you. Well, that one's way easier said than done. Way easier. And like, for me, I, I want to know how you felt about this growing up, but like for me growing up as a girl in this world, a lot, I mean, all kids are mean to each other at times but it's like girls are specifically mean in my own experience of growing up and comparing yourself and like I was very lucky to have found a group of girls and a group of friends that I we all cared about each other so much and we did a really good job of actually not comparing ourselves to each other and not getting into like these negative mindsets around each other but I do from teaching a lot of children, I do find that to be very common where you start comparing yourself to the people you're surrounded by. And that's your, your peers and your friends. And that can get very, very unhealthy. And I am very lucky even now to be surrounded by friends who are very confident in who they are. And we do a good job of not comparing ourselves to each other. But that is a very dark rabbit hole to fall down when it does happen. And it does happen. But like for you growing up, did you find that with your friends or is it was it a different experience? So as much as you say girls are mean. Boys are mean too. I can absolutely triple that one and agree. Um, I would say that... I don't, I think that my, like the majority of me growing up was doing the best I could to avoid as much contact with most guys because it was so bad. Like people were just so mean, mm -hmm. which is so wild. Uh, but I'm also having a hard time like remembering because this is something that I don't ever think about because it was not like awesome most yeah. of it. I mean, there's great parts in my childhood, but like a lot of the like, kid to kid interaction is not cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say that a hundred percent I compared myself and like, I was never really comfortable in my body, which is wild. Cause this is a side note to one of the previous podcasts when we bring up weight and stuff, I would say that this is the most confident I've ever been with myself in my body is the past like month. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and that and it's very jarring and very weird and that's like why every time you're like you try to compliment me like i i literally can't take it i i got him on video <laughs> giving me coffee and he was shirtless you keep side-eyeing me i love it so much because he's so shy and he is not at all shy but like in uh, okay, so let me paint I will the picture. Not, I will not be anywhere with my shirt off. I do not go to the pool. I do not go to the beach. I do not want it. I do not like it. I do not care. But do you think that will forever be the case? I don't like... I Well, one, I don't like water. Sure. 
Two, I really don't like sand. But you don't want to like show off your body? Nah, man. I don't know about imagine that. Imagine it. <laughs> I don't have to imagine it, but you don't have to. That's the point of being my wife. <laughs> you don't have to. Okay, so I'm in my office. I'm working. I'm editing at my desk, and I had my camera set up, my phone that I film with, and I was filming me editing for a YouTube video, and I knew in the other room that he was making me coffee because I walked out there to make my coffee, and he's like, "Go back, go back." So I knew he was making me coffee and I was like, okay, well, I have to film myself editing, but also this would be wonderful because I saw that he wasn't wearing a shirt if I could get him giving me my coffee. And sure enough, he walks in, hands me my coffee, turns around and leaves. And I was like, yes, I got it. And he looks so good and he is so uncomfortable with it. And I love it. I love it so much. I should make it my screensaver. <laughs> I, hate I hate it so much. But I'm so proud of you and you should be I, proud of yourself. I know you're proud of yourself, but I'm I like, am. I just it's it's not a thing that I I me doing this has nothing to do with people or sharing or care. like I don't yeah. it is not for you. Which I honestly love and I feel like that is so healthy. But I I just have to like <laughs> well, you know sure. give me this. <laughs> Have it, but stop being in the car like this with your phone, <laughs> like side eyeing me. Like mm, I got something that you can't see. I'm like, well, show it to me. It's so funny because it's like I'm hiding something from him, like of someone else, and it's literally him. I'm like, mm -hmm. you're so <laughs> stupid. But it, yeah, I, love I, it. I really, truly haven't. I'm not doing this for other people. It is because I have never been comfortable with myself. And yeah. this is the first time that I am mostly. And I, again, it's still, it's still going to be delusional. Like I still have to not, that's a longer conversation. Uh, the, the, you know, when you lose weight, you don't actually see, it's kind of like a fun house mirror. Yeah. Like you're so focused on a specific amount of weight or whatever and a specific part of you that doesn't look how you want it to, but you work on it for a long time. And then it never exactly looks like what you want until it's like so exaggerated what you want. And then you're like, oh, could have stopped a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Um, so that that but, is another thing that. Sorry, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to I was going into the, the like growing up thing and it's like I was never comfortable with myself. So I was always comparing my 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 body and myself with like anybody that was I mean the social media wasn't really a thing I when we were growing up yet which I'm actually glad I think we're in a good spot of like understanding it I think that I think that I would have been in this shape far sooner you think a hundred percent because it would have been slammed I, I, I would have probably been far more upset but I would have done a lot of things to try to do something about it sooner I do think because it's so just slammed at me every day if there's any kids listening <laughs> let us know if growing up with the internet is you just ask scarlet yeah but i guess they don't know any difference so it's hard yeah to... they wouldn't know but but i so having the comparison of like my body and whatever or like myself with everyone i also didn't really grow up in a place where anyone was on the same wavelength creatively as me like i was the only person that was just unashamedly creating something always i think that was probably also helpful in my life too because i was i have friends who were dancers and things but 
nobody else was a roller skater in like my group of friends. Well, I had, I had people that also played guitar and like also liked the same music and like wanted to do bands or whatever, yeah. band bands or whatever. But like no one, everyone was very recreational where I was like, no, this is literally going to be what I do. Like no matter what. So it always made it like I didn't work well with others, but it wasn't that I didn't work well with them. It was that they didn't ever care enough for me to actually desire to put forth the effort to like really try. Yeah. But as far as comparing, I can't think of, I mean, yes, a hundred percent I would, but like, I can't think of any times that I like really would sit there and like just tear myself apart or someone else apart. I mean, like for sure. But like at the same time, I'm like with my body and stuff, I was just kind of like, whoa, it's, it's what I got. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I find that as adults, we actually do it a lot more. Oh, way more. And it's a really interesting thing to watch it from my perspective, like in the community that I have on the internet and like people voice like, oh, and I do encourage you to voice like when you do find yourself doing that, if you need someone to talk to, I would love for you to talk to me about it because I have experienced that, especially in a niche thing like roller skating. And it's like, yes, you can't help it. It does happen. You do compare yourself to people on the internet. You compare yourself to people at the skating rink, like whatever it is, but everyone is on their own journey. And like your journey is completely different from anyone else's. And you have to look at your own journey and compare yourself to who you were. And yes, that is easier said than done, but it is helpful to talk it over with someone because it can be such a downward spiral of it. And like I had friends that we never understood growing up why the adults were like, wow, that is so cool that you guys competed against each other so hard. Yet your friends and like to us as kids, we were like, what are you talking about? That has nothing to do with us being friends, like completely oblivious to the situation. And then when we like grew up a little bit, then we were like, oh, I get it. We should hate each other. And we don't. <laughs> I, I think because I didn't do well or anything long enough in competition, I didn't directly have that same mm -hmm. like stark reality of it because my comparison would be like whenever I was in bands with people and like I would play guitar, we would like learn a song and it was who could play it better basically yeah. so it is comparing you know but like or it was whatever parts you learned or how, who learned it faster or whatever like something stupid but like it helps you get better so it's great but yeah. um but I remember that like I guess that was like the healthy comparison in yeah. a way but it was like stressful and frustrating and and kind of almost bad because it was like you would learn something that you don't care about a lot right you know just to like try to be better but or to like, try to match now I see it now that I'm thinking about it from this perspective it's like I see it as parents like parents are very competitive with other parents and they're competitive with mm -hmm. their kid and the other kid and it's like the kids are oblivious to it the kids are like mama I don't care like that's fine and it's like no you need to be better than that it's like oh my god we could really learn something from from kids because it's like why do we care? Why are we doing that to ourselves? There's I, no winning. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. There's like, 
I do remember, so there's one instance where one of um, my family members compares me with a different one of, I, I guess, a, a, just a different family member, literally. Yeah. Just, they, they keep it vague enough. Um, but like the comparison got so blatant to the point where like during the holidays, they would intentionally give gifts that would fit the other one and try to make it like it was a negative thing towards me that I'm like not big enough or not whatever Mm -hmm. or like "Mm, you're not whatever like trying to be like like it's a competition and like they're and it's comparing it's like who's better and I'm like I'm like look I'm I think I was like I was late teens or like I was I think an adult yeah and I'm like cool great I honestly just super appreciative that you got me anything like that's that's awesome I I love that you thought of me honestly yeah but like you know that I'm not that big. Like, I'm not a huge person, and you're going to do that. In t- just, like, what was the point? Yeah. Okay, you know what? This one's for you. I'm just going to smile and nod. I'll take it. That's totally great. L- love you. See you. you later. Like, just whatever. But I'm like, that's such a, like, I can't even imagine that you went through the process of, like, making it a reality and then having to make whatever you took the time to think about what you were going to say when I talked to you and said, thank you for the gift. Yeah. You were sitting in that for however long. I'm like, why? I'm like, I'm There's not, no point. I never in my life thought about that. Yeah. Didn't never crossed my mind, but I'm like, but it was so important to you. I'm like, man, that just makes me like, now that makes me sad. Then I was just like, confused i was so confused i didn't understand but now i'm like man that's so like what i'm trying to say is like spending time comparing yourself or that is so weird because it's like you're putting so much effort into something that you have no control of one and two you have no idea what that person is going through what that person thinks where they've been what it took to get them here where their life is right now whether your comparison and your conversation that could be negative or mean might affect them in some way that you have no idea if you're about to break them yeah but you're so much more concerned about you being like better or like it's a competition now like yeah that just like is frustrating and obviously there's the opposite side of the comparison where it's just like detrimental which is like because you compare yourself a lot to stuff now or not really less now i i'm just aware of it like I think that we all do it no matter what, but then being aware of it to not like dive into it, to see it at surface level and be like, okay. And then to kind of like knock it off. Like I, a really good comparison for me that I was thinking of is like when you like, you know, your strengths for you, for yourself and if you know the strengths of someone else, I'm thinking of my friend Aaron and I, we competed against each other and we were like really good competitors with each other. And we have a really good relationship, like great friendship. We've known each other forever and we respect each other a lot. But I was really good at the showmanship side of things and Aaron was really good at the technical things. 
and we would have like a conversation at, at competitions. And this is later in life. Like we didn't compete against each other until we were like, I was probably 16 and she was a little bit older than me, a few years older than me. And we would like joke like, okay, well we'd look at the panel of judges and we're like, okay, so-and-so likes this, this judge likes this. So who's going to win this one? Like it's up for grabs for both of us. And we knew that if the judges were technical judges, she would win. And if they liked the showmanship side of things, I would win. Like it was not, it was a good healthy comparison, but it was like, okay, I know your strong suit. I know mine. Let's see how it goes. It wasn't like battling to like, oh, if I just one up this one thing, I was like, no, I, t- I know that I'm technically not as good as her. Her feet are so tight. If you know who I'm talking about, Aaron Ovens, Aaron, oh my gosh, that's her maiden name, but her feet are so tight and I could not for the life of me get my feet as tight as hers or I'd fall on my face. And so I was like, well, I just got to like show off. And so the comparison between the two of us was like later in life, I was like, oh, I fully respect this comparison. And I like know where each of our lanes are. And it's just a toss up of who wins at this point. But like in life, if we can do that, I feel like that's better off than just being like, oh, I'm not as good as her. It's like, I know where my lane is. I know where your lane is. There's enough space for all of us. Well, you can even be in the same lane and it doesn't matter. Like yeah, the, also that. But the yours, your comparison, I think, for the competition side of things just helps fuel the like push to be a better competitor. Yeah. Which is a, is a pretty healthy way to compare and compete it's literally just more competitions you're like analyzing and knowing the strengths and weaknesses of your opponent and but like if you take the competition out of it that is the most unhealthy thing that competition like if you remove that there are judges and they're just people and you don't win anything nothing makes you better no yeah right okay (laughs) but that but like that's not a good space to be spending that time like it would be better spent appreciating and like having a conversation with her and trying to like understand how she does that and how she gets there because then maybe you can bring it into your stuff right and that's less comparison more understanding right yeah which is awesome and like I'm not saying that your comparison with her is bad, but I'm saying that like in competition, it makes sense to compare. Yes. Like if you can do it in a way that you're not self-deprecating the process yeah. or in the process, it then works. But like if I'm to sit here and do the like me comparing photography, which strangely, I only compare photography. Videography, I I don't think I've ever with any of my videography or music, really, I don't compare myself. It is very interesting. I don't know if photography is like my weakest art form and and so, or my most self, uh, what's the word? My most self-conscious art form. I don't know if I feel like I'm not good, like maybe it's imposter syndrome for me. I don't know. I haven't really dove in too far on why photography is the one. Maybe it's because it's blatant and it's like distinct. I think it's the easiest one to compare. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I don't know. I, maybe it's because I'm surrounded by some very good photographers. So I just always constantly think that I'm not good enough, but then. But do you think that pushes you to be better or you don't think it does? 
if I compare myself, not a chance, but, it, but I would say what's interesting is I don't like, I can use like Garrett and Holland as an example. Mm-hmm. Like I don't compare myself well to Garrett anymore. <laughs> I don't compare my photography to them mm-hmm. mostly because I know them. And I've had conversations about their process and I know their process and I understand where they are coming from and how they're doing it. And I've been with them while they do it. And it's more of a respect of like, I love their process and I, I love that it's different than mine and I don't see it the same way. And that's the beauty of it. Like three photographers in one room, none of us see the same. That is very interesting. And we can all like try to take a picture like the other person and it doesn't ever come out exactly the same. So you might as well just see what you do and then it works. But but that to say, when I go on social media and I feel like in some of the people that I follow and I find new accounts and stuff and I'm like looking at how just absolutely wildly good some of this stuff is, I'm like... I don't even understand how you get something that clear or that good or that whatever with whatever you're doing. And I'm like, it, thankfully I'm in a place where it doesn't hinder creativity from me. Uh It actually makes me question when I go somewhere, why I don't see it, but I don't try to see anything the way they're seeing it. I just am more like, how on earth do I even bother? Right. So it makes me wonder whether or not I post something and like makes me go like, why would I bother posting something? But then I'm, but it only is while I'm scrolling. So if I so go I, on, go ahead. I just had this conversation with someone in okay. my messages on Instagram because she posted something and I said how much I lo- how much I loved it. And I really did. And she was like, I was almost too embarrassed to post it because it's so bad. Like, cause she's such a beginner. And I was like, no, like that is the amazing part of it. Like to, to just do what you were doing and not to just do, to do what you were doing is really difficult. Like even the beginning steps, like, so for you taking a photo that is beautifully composed is really difficult to do. So even if you're thinking it's the worst thing, which like this woman was thinking it's the worst thing, I shouldn't even post it. I was like, no, like it truly made my day to see it. So it's, you never know how it's going to be received and you never know if you're going to want to look back on it and be like, wow, that's amazing that I started there and now I'm here. Yeah. Like that's a huge part of it for me is the progress of you and like comparing yourself to you in the past. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the best thing you can do is compare, especially with Actually, everything with mm-hmm. yourself is comparing it to previous you. I mean, a, a, a great example of that is um, like uh, our trainer just asked me for like progress photos. Mm-hmm. And I told him no because I was like not feeling good and I was definitely like over the weight that I wanted to be in. And then I was just like, screw it. The next day I'm like, I'm just going to do it because what am I going to do? Wait another four days and still not be where I want to be. So whatever, I'll just do it. Yeah. Um, and I did. And then I was looking at the photos and I'm like, oh, whoa. And that like actually flipped my like, because I was thinking that I had not really made any progress. And then I have the photos next to each other and I'm like, wow, it's a lot of progress. Um, so that's a, that's something that I compare myself to you on that is not healthy. Yeah. I, I have that 
Um, I, I feel like there was something else I wanted to say about photography. Uh, well, no, it's past. If I don't you think find so. It, if I find it, it, we'll come back to it. Um, yes, the weight loss thing is very dangerous. And, um, so very quick recap. If you haven't watched, uh, the episode about, uh, uh, enjoying the process. Um, even if you have, you're getting it again. Sorry. Uh, I lost 20 pounds in 10 weeks and doubled my muscle the eight weeks after. So really it took me 18 weeks to double my muscle while losing 20 pounds, but I've doubled my muscle since the eight weeks I've stopped like really losing 20 pounds, which is a massive change in physique and style, like clothing I can fit into. I literally had to buy all new clothing because I dropped four, five sizes of pants and yeah. well, two like small, medium, large sizes of pants and like four or five actual numbered sizes and shirt sizes are down like two to three sizes. So like I'm literally not the same physique. And Although my he... head size didn't change. So maybe there's <laughs> something to that. Good thing your head didn't grow. Maybe it did. My hat's too fit tighter. During all of that, I was doing the same stuff. So like yes. I was making his meals. I was doing the same workout. Like all of it was the same. And my results were not at all the same as his. Not nearly as drastic. And so that was really hard on me. It's still hard on me. But it's like I was comparing myself to him way too strongly. And it's like obviously we are two very different people. Our bodies are very, very different. So that was wrong of me. And it is wrong of me to compare myself to you. But you're who I'm surrounded by. So it's like it's, it makes sense. It's also the the thing that I keep realizing more and more as we as I'm trying to separate myself from it more is how we just are staring every day how big how big are my arms right now how much detail are in my arms right now how what is my body fat at where is my whatever at I'm trying to make sure that I'm making improvements every day can I see improvement how am I feeling what is my eating blah 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 right and you're doing the same thing for you but yours is slightly more negative where mine is also sometimes negative. But when I go, yeah, except I'm down 20 pounds, doubled my muscle, like I'm already doing great. So any of this little stuff is just like a little loss, a little win, who cares, right? I do, still mad about it. But you, on the other hand, are comparing yourself to you, which is very subtle changes. And then you look at me and you're like, I give up. Also, side note for anyone who has tried to like change their body composition, I was so mad at myself. And then I realized that same day that he was like, screw it, I'm going to do the progress photos. I was like, I'm definitely not feeling my best, but I should probably do them too. I, you can gain weight and be at a better place. (laughs) You can. And like that, that is what has happened to me. I've actually gained weight. And that is not what I wanted in my ideal world, but that is what has happened. And I've gained a lot of muscle. So that's what we are learning, that our bodies are very different. His body dropped the fat very easily and is having a slower time gaining the muscle. Mine was like, all right, go time. Let's go. Let's put on muscle. And my fat is like, we got you. We're going to stay for a little while. Yeah. So it's, it's it's been a weird thing, but it's like 
really not healthy to compare myself no, to you in and, that. And I really try to be sensitive when I talk about it with you because it, it really spurs a lot of this outside of you comparing yourself with me is when I bring it up to you. But I'm 100% doing it wrong and I'm always going to bring it up at the absolute worst times because one, I can't read your mind and two, I'm never going to be able to time it right. And in my head, I go, if not now, when? When am right. I going to bring it up if I don't do it now? Because I promise I'm going to forget or I'm going to feel like I don't have time to have a conversation with you in the middle of the day when it's not a horrible time or when it's not like whatever. Also, if it's a sensitive subject, is there ever a right time? You know, I mean, I mean, we could sit on the age old thing of like, oh, don't talk about a woman's age or a woman's weight. Uh, well, if the woman is the person that is your life partner, I would love to have that conversation more often than not because I would rather yeah. know what on earth is going on than have no idea. And then, I don't know, go to a doctor and then be like, so what's up? And you go, I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, like, that is very true. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm not asking all of those questions, but like I could say, like, this is our diet. This is what we eat. This is what we're doing. This is how often we exercise. These are all the things that we're doing. This is what I can give you. This yeah. is how she says she felt yesterday. This is this. You know, like I do have that knowledge. That to is where all very important information to useful, be sharing. <laughs> but, but in that, me bringing up like, you know, the, the thing that spurred you being the most upset, which is literally, I'm like, I don't know how else to say this. I'm trying to literally be uplifting and positive about it, but it's so, there's no good way. Mm -hmm. But I was literally like, I think the words almost exactly were like, I cannot wait for us to figure out why you can't drop weight. Yeah. I can't wait for that because I'm so excited for you to feel how I've felt in the process when it was awesome. Because yeah. I also went through. And that's through, so nice. Like that's so, I'm Because I know you glad. aren't stoked. Yeah. I know you're yeah. not stoked. I know you feel it. And I'm not sitting here saying like, mm. I'm literally like, dude, I know. I know I was in there too. I literally went through the exact same thing. Even though I was losing weight, I still didn't feel like it. I thought I was going the wrong way. I totally know what you were feeling. I can't wait for us to figure it out. I can't wait to, we're going to find it. Yeah. It's going to be there. Where is it? But the timing and everything triggered you. And I yeah. went, I, I don't know. I can't. I just, I don't <laughs> want you to ever feel like we're not talking about it. You can't talk about it. And I don't want you to feel alone. Yeah. Because I'm definitely that. not losing weight right now. Like, that's not my goal. But, but for you, it is. In that, like, I, I started to be like I'm tired of this like I don't want to do this anymore and he was like you haven't been doing this I did have to remind you that it is a little bit of perspective and that yeah. you that you were thinking this kind of goes into what I was saying about our brains are really good at um are telling us what they think we want to hear mm -hmm. what it thinks we want to hear but in reality it's telling us a total lie that we're now believing is the truth. But if you can catch it, yeah. then you can find it. But um, but in that, it's the perspective of you were doing it for a while. You got kind of frustrated and annoyed. So you let the, uh, let off the gas when I let off the gas because I had kind of gotten to a point where I have to, like, can't keep losing weight forever. Yeah. Um, and you basically were just like, okay, cool. Well, let's see if 
me going on like the less pressure of it works. Mm -hmm. And then a few weeks later, you're like, why am I not losing weight? I'm so sick of doing this. And I'm like, hey, dude, you actually (laughs) haven't been doing it for a while. Like you, you aren't doing it. So it totally makes sense why you're not losing weight because it's the exact same thing I'm doing, which if you've noticed, kind of just maintaining and gaining muscle. So it's not really a weight thing. It totally sucks to hear, but I I was like, oh, you're right. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Like I did not see it and I needed him to tell me so that I could see it. And all of this, so- all of this is just to be better, healthier versions of ourselves. It's not like losing weight is going to be the thing. It's like, it might not be like, I might put on weight and get to the body that I want to be good and strong and healthy. And like, that's what I have to keep telling people because people are very triggered by people losing weight or cutting calories. It's a real thing. And it's like, no, I'm, we're being very healthy. <laughs> it's very yeah, healthy. That's a, uh, I will also say if you are feeling triggered by, or if you are triggered by people that are losing weight and whatever, think about what they're going through. Think about mentally where they might be. And if they are low calories and stuff, be conscious of like their brain may not be functioning at its highest ability. So if you're going to be mean to them, understand that like, one, don't be mean to people. Like you don't (laughs) know what they're going through. It's not worth it. Two, maybe they need to do this. Maybe it's a journey that they have to go through, even if it may not be the healthiest thing ever. I'm pretty certain that in our society, it's going to be real hard to get to a point of like your body fights you the whole way like you you have to be in some pretty bad ways for like calorie counting to be really bad obviously i'm not a professional and there's a hundred percent a way that you could not eat a lot and get there and it's totally possible but if you're going to be triggered by this also understand and ask that person what they're going through and how they feel and what the thing the process is because in this process of me having this whole shift um i've had more people be negative to me than positive to me so just so you're clear, I'm healthier than I've ever been. I've never felt this good in my life. I've never been more confident in my life. I've never been stronger in my life. And literally, it's all positive. Every single thing is positive. My mental health, my physical health, everything. And all I have gotten from people when they want to talk to me about it is how I'm too skinny, how I'm doing this wrong, how I need to eat more, how I need to do... And it's so hard because it's like I hear... like It's in the process of you doing that... It made me so sad when I heard people do that because I was like, he's working so hard and he is so in such a good place right now. And then like having people be mean about it, I was like, oh gosh, I so sad. For a little while, I just smiled and nodded and I just said, uh-huh, yeah, no, I feel better than ever. So you're wrong. You know, I just was very like, tried to be very gentle and very polite about it. If you bring it up to me now and you're going to be like that prepare to get an absolutely flamed (laughs) i will literally fire (laughs) i will honestly light you on fire but on okay so on the flip side of it when we are training and weightlifting and stuff at the beginning of it i could sense that you were comparing yourself to me 
and I was like lifting more or the same amount. And that was like not a good place for you to be in. It was less that you could lift more because I oh, I went into it knowing that. I went into it knowing that I needed to be very humble the whole way through it. And I honestly did not expect to be lifting more than you. I just like kind of hoped that I could lift what you were and more maybe. Mm -hmm. But the the worst is actually me comparing me to me because if you don't weight lift, I'm not a professional at this. I just do it and I'm pissed off most of the time I do it. Um, <laughs> I love it and he hates it. I hate it, it. so much. Um, the weightlifting changes week to week and day to day. For me... About a month ago, I think, was the last time I lifted the most I could lift, which none of the weights are that anything to write home about, but they're plenty for me. And I have been chasing trying to get within 10 pounds of that again. But in those three weeks, my muscles have grown exponentially and I can't get to the highest weight. And it's blowing my mind and it makes me so angry because I'm like, it's not that much weight and I'm stronger now. What uh, I don't understand. It shows more. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't all need to make sense. It, and that, that's part of the process is like in anything, in anything you do, there's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days. And sometimes it takes a month to get out of the bad days. And like, that's part of growing. That's part of becoming better every day is even acknowledging that. And then being okay with it and trying to push through it and obviously trying to better yourself through it. But just acknowledging that and being like, well, this sucks. Okay. That's a huge step. Yeah. It's that one's really frustrating. That one, I would say the comparing yourself to yourself is, is a place where it gets really dangerous. I would say in like actual health and fitness is like, that's a, you have to remember that sleep is almost more important than anything you've ever done oh my gosh, and your food sleep. the day before. If sleep you eat, is so important. Yeah, if you eat bad the day before and you don't sleep well, just honestly, some days just don't even bother going to the gym. Yeah. Honestly. True. Like there's days where we do that and I'm like, no, I'm not even, it's not even worth it. Also that you reminded me like comparing yourself to yourself. I had to get out of comparing myself to like a younger version of me. Like I was like, well, when I was doing this or like this happened or I looked like this and Taylor was like, you were 19. And I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Forgot. So it's like, yeah, you do have to be careful about even comparing yourself to a previous version of you because things are so different than they used to be. I also think that I, I think I really only have one more thought with this. I mean, I can talk about, health and wellness and all that stuff a lot. I have a lot to say. Um, but in thinking about comparison and comparing to others and to yourself and everything, I kind of realized that comparison really comes from your inner dialogue. Yeah. it It's not an outward dialogue because at least not for me. I mean, I could be wrong with some people with anybody else. And if you feel differently, I, I honestly would love to hear it. I'm very curious. Um, for me, if I say it out loud, like if I'm to sit here and say like, it pisses me off or I compare my balance to yours on leg day, 
and I'm just angry that I can't balance as good as you. Saying that out loud to someone who has been on roller skates on one foot doing God knows what with core strength and everything else for the past 20 plus years, and I'm over here holding weights that are very heavy for me and in positions that I'm literally intending to tire out my muscles to the point of they shouldn't work. Yeah. And I'm going to tell myself that you shouldn't be able to have better balance than me. What on earth am I saying? Right. That makes no sense at all. Not even, not at all. Yeah. But in my head, it makes perfect sense <laughs> in the situation. And I'm like, you shouldn't be able to... Right, but yeah. it sounds. But when you say it out loud, you're like, that doesn't make any sense. And then it's like your journey is completely different than mine. Yeah. Like, also, like just because my muscle grows at a different pace than yours doesn't make me any better or worse than you. It just literally makes me me and you you. Yeah. And like, and that's what's beautiful about all of it and that's why actually voicing it to someone or like having a sounding board is very helpful because it's like oh it just like brings you back to reality of like yeah. this does not matter <laughs> yeah it's it's like you don't know what they're going through you have no idea what their situation is and it's like honestly that person actually might have the exact same response to like your art or what you're doing or what you look like or what whatever it is with you like the person you're comparing to might literally wish they were in your position yeah and also a lot of people are just so busy with their own stuff that they don't care yeah but the but the don't care part that's not like everybody does compare like it's yeah. it's a human thing and like not comparing and being too busy to compare is kind of like a hoity-toity Thing. Like, yes, I hope that everyone is too busy to spend time talking about other people and comparing themselves to other people. But like human nature is we're going to compare ourselves to people. Like, yeah. even if you don't want to or you don't really actually care, you're probably going to have a statement about somebody's outfit or something that's like, and you're like, why did I even bother thinking about that? Like, why did that yeah. come up? Like, and you're I mean, like, I can I think know. of like three things today that I saw on the Internet that I was like oh, I wish I could do that. Or, oh, I wish I thought of that idea or, you know, something like that. And it's yeah. like, it, it does fuel inspiration. Like it does make me want to go do a thing. Like it makes me want to create something when I have that thought. But it's also a moment of like shaming myself of like, why didn't I do that? Or why didn't I think of that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, that sucks. But like, I guess you can either like dwell on it and be like, oh, I suck or whatever, or like, mm -hmm. you know, whatever that is. Or you can like admire that they did it and yeah. admire that they had that thought. And you can be like, that is such a cool idea, you know, or like you like what they're doing. So you can, why not start a conversation with them? Right. Worst case, they don't respond if it's the internet, but like if it's in person and they don't respond, then you know, that person sucks. But, um, <laughs> But like you could talk to them, maybe you could learn something and I, or honestly, you could just tell them that you appreciate it. Like, yeah, you know, it doesn't always have to go anywhere other than that. And honestly, you telling them that you care might literally make 
a huge difference in whatever they're doing. That it is might be so what they true. need. Like you, you don't know. Cause like, honestly, some people, like when you posted the photos that I just recently took of you at Disneyland, mm -hmm. like I didn't think that those photos are like immaculate or like the most well composed or honestly, they're photos from Disneyland. I don't think that they're anything crazy special. Mm -hmm. Right. But then people commenting on it and like, reminding me that it's really special that mm -hmm. you have that or me and that you or like that it's appreciated that it is a quality photo yeah. or they they are quality photos and it is special that it exists and i just go like oh oh yeah duh that that's uh, that is why i do that yeah that is why i edited that that's why i did this okay yeah okay all right, I guess I guess that makes sense. That's, I should I should probably do okay, I'll keep going. <laughs> like And that's amazing. That should be the goal to turn the comparison into an appreciation or an inspiration. If you can, I mean, it you know, say, you know, and uh, the next time I do that, I'm going to remember that. I just I don't I don't want it sucks to have people compare. Like it sucks to compare yourself to other people. And like, it's so easy for us to feel like there isn't room for us to do it too. Yeah. But like, you know what? There, there was, there's a, a film company that I follow. There, it's actually one of my, it's, I think it's pretty much my favorite film. Uh, Cinestill is the, the brand. They do uh, photo walks like all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, or, well, not all the time, whenever. They just did one in San Diego over the weekend and they their stories were just absolutely it was flooded. Anyway, not the point of the story. The point of the story is a photo walk. So for anybody that's a photographer, you probably know what this is. If you're not a photographer, a photo walk is where you get a group of people together that are typically like-minded, that like taking photos, in this case with film and their film, and you go walk around a specific route to take pictures of stuff together yeah 30 plus of you five of you however many of you i think this thing had like 60 people or more 60 people taking photos of the same thing now on paper that sounds dumb because you go oh, that sounds awesome oh, no, no 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 hold on hold on hold on hold on on paper it sounds real dumb because you go Great, 60 of the same photos. But the reality is that everybody has a different way of seeing something and the different cameras and the different person behind the camera and the different everything ties in how they all separately see that one thing. So I promise you in those 60 people, not one of those photos will be the same. It'll be of the same thing, yes. The same, never. Yeah. And it's like... And I just, th I just think about going to like Joshua Tree when I went with Garrett and everybody to, to film. He was filming something else. I just kind of tagged along. Um, and I ended up just like taking photos because I was there and it was, it was pretty cool. And then like I sent some of the photos to everybody because I was just like the accidental behind the scenes guy that just happened to be there. And f there's a few of the photos that they were like, these are amazing. And I'm like, uh... Are you sure you're talking about the same? Because I don't think you're. I don't think we're on the same page here, guys. This is this is just a photo of what was happening. 
And they're like, yeah, but it's so good. I'm like, maybe I'm better at this than I think I am. But they, it's a different perspective, yeah, which is exactly. what's helpful. It's it's not their perspective. And like guaranteed, actually, no, I, I can actually safely say this. When, when I talk to Garrett about his photos, it is the most nonchalant thing because he is a guy who sees it, takes it, understands it, it's there. Yeah. Right? Obviously, there's more to it. There's more art and there's all, you know, the nuance. But it's his vision. I do the exact same thing with photography and videography. It's you hand me the camera and then my vision goes, okay, here it is. You do the same thing. And it's like, and the wonder and the mystery and the beauty of it is that I can't compare it to you. I can't compare to you. I can't compare to him or anybody else because I can be in the exact same spot. I have been in the exact same spot and I do not see the same thing, but I see something else and it's not worse. It's just different. Well, like I, I was thinking about that and it's like when I teach choreography and then at the end of the month, I put like the progress video together, we can be doing the same choreography, exactly the same choreography. And it is completely different. And it's like those little nuances of what makes that person special. Like I was actually this month, I'm teaching like what to do with my hands. And I had a conversation, the last progress video, one girl submitted and she was doing this really cool hand move. And I was like, and I used it in the progress video and I messaged her and I was like, that was so cool. Like, I'm so glad you sent a video in. And she was like, oh my gosh, I almost didn't because that part looked so strange to me. And I was like, that is the part I used because it was so special and it was so cool. And it's like, I get so many compliments and so many messages every month of like, oh my gosh, people love the progress videos because they love seeing obviously everyone's progress, but they love seeing how different everyone does the thing. And I'm like, that is the beauty of it. It's like we spend so much time comparing ourselves to the people around us. And it's like we should start appreciating the little things that make us different. Like that should be the special thing because it is. That is the special thing. We're all different. We all like different stuff. We all see stuff different. The one I'm going to leave you with this nugget. <laughs> this yellow this, okay, so actually this, this doesn't work that well for the podcast listeners. I'm holding a yellow Lego cup that is um, ceramic and it has rubber on it. Anyway, you don't really need the description so much as the um, what I'm about to say. This is yellow. The yellow that I see is not the same yellow as you see. The yellow that she sees is not the same as the yellow that I see. I can explain this yellow to you and you will never see the same yellow. But it's one color and one thing. And I'm not changing the color from my eyeballs to your eyeballs. Yeah. It is yellow. I It breaks me pretty much every <laughs> time I try to comprehend that the yellow that I am seeing is not your reality. Yeah. It. Can people I, who are colorblind see yellow? Well... I mean, people that are like full colorblind, I think would see black and white, but most people that are colorblind don't see specific colors. So like okay. if they 
are colorblind to yellow, then this would be whatever color their eyes perceive versus yellow instead of like someone that can't so see green. wild though. That Some like, people may never, if they don't have a conversation with people in color. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, I'm, we might find out that some of <laughs> the viewers might be colorblind. I don't know. This is a yellow cup. So if, I wonder. But um, yeah, mine I mean. Mine is not yellow. Mine is black. Oh and man, silver. I really thought it was yellow. <laughs> no, but that that one, if that's not a good example of you being different and it's not by your choice even, it's literally by your existence. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even, it, it literally breaks me every time I think about that nothing I see is ever the same as you, even though it's not changing by me looking at it or you looking at it. It's the same thing, but it's not for you. I, I I need a <laughs> I need a, a nap or something. I can't. Uh, I, this is gonna. I I I. We broke Taylor. I think I might not be functional. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you would review it and like it and subscribe and all the things, we would really appreciate it. And if you do want the episodes early, you can get them on our YouTube channel. Her YouTube channel or our website, glitterandcatletter.com. And if not, well, we'll see you on the next one. <laughs> Bye.